Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you, you're going to say, that guy's lying. That cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. I do a lot of public speaking. You probably realize that from my past podcasts. I talk about it. I refer to them. I travel a lot. Uh, this is the public speaking time of the year for me. Uh, anywhere you know, late fall till uh, early summer. I do a lot of it. And, and I wouldn't say I'm heavily requested, but within my field of study, people want to hear about what I have to say. So I have to go to a speaking engagement. It's about I don't know, four or five hours away. It's a pretty big deal. You know, I, I want to do the right thing. I always want to do the right thing when I'm in the public's eye or even in private. I want to do the right thing. I'm just that kind of guy. So I'm making arrangements to go to this conference and speak and, you know, preparing all my work and my research and buying plane tickets and hotel rooms and all that kind of stuff. Ahead of time, I'm, again, I'm a fairly, you know, let's kind of schedule it ahead guy. Well, wouldn't you know, about a week before I go to this conference, I get a really bad cold or bad flu. I can't tell the difference between a cold and a flu. They both put me down. Well, don't put me down, but, you know, make me feel less than perfect, huh? So I'm wondering, you know, I can't get up on stage. I'm hacking and coughing and fluids are running out of my nose. Oh, man, whatever. Well, this isn't going to be good. So I did the right thing. You know, I go to the doctor. And I, I go for a, a checkup and say, not check. I go to the doctor and say, hey, look, this is really important to me. I, I cannot get out of this thing. I have to be on stage on this day, you know, like three or four days from when I went to the doctors. So the doctor examines me, you know, says, okay, look, this is, um, you know, some serious meds I'm, I'm prescribing for you. They'll, you know, keep your nose from running. They'll keep you from having a sore throat. They'll keep you from coughing. You know, this, that, the other thing. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And as you well know, anybody knows, you can't cure the cold. You know, you can only treat symptoms. It's a Band-Aid until you get body gets rid of the cold. It's um, a little tiny thing. We've never, ever been able to accomplish in research to figure out how to exactly to get rid of it. These are some s serious prescription drugs. And... I don't think too much about it. The doctor tells me, here's what you want to, here's how I want you to do this. You know, take this and take that, take this, take that, whatever, you know, do this, whatever. So you're, so here's, here's what you want to do. Here's what you want to do right before you get on stage. You should be fine. Doctor says, if you have any problems, call me. Well, I'm going to be, uh, you know, basically 4,000 miles away from this doctor's office when I'm on stage, potentially having problems. But I get the instructions. So I go and I get prescription drugs and I get on a plane and I, I start to fly. Plane travel doesn't bother me, but I tend not to sleep on a plane. I'll doze off and one of the reasons I don't want to sleep actually is because I snore really, really bad. I mean, I sound like a chainsaw, you know, not operating properly, you know, buzzing and chopping and pumping and ugh, when I snore. So I get on a plane and I all of a sudden, I realized I went to sleep. I was like, I never do this. What's going on? I, I've taken the prescription drugs before I got on the plane. Well, and, you know, I've had a few drinks on the plane. You know, maybe it was the drinking that 
in my mind, I'm trying to rationalize this. Well, maybe I shouldn't have had, you know, those those three or four whiskeys while I was on the plane. Uh, again, this is over, you know, four or five hours. I don't know, a, a fairly long period of time for me, anyways. Um, so you know, taking the meds and drinking. Oh, I just guess I kind of wanted to go to sleep on the plane. So I landed and I get to the hotel and I'm tired and I just don't feel well. And I haven't been drinking at this point in time, right? I, I don't, you know, I'm not a functional alcoholic. I don't, I'm not an alcoholic. At least that's how I view myself now and then. Um, but I did drink. I was drinking. The doctor never told me not to drink. Never gave it a second thought. So I'm at this conference and I... I, I do my thing, you know, I get, I get up on stage and I, I do my talk and, you know, have a question and answer period later. And I'm fine. I'm not like, you know, falling down drunk kind of thing or anything. I'm, I'm well within my head. I'm, it's a pretty technical talk and you have to be on your game. You can't be horsing around with this thing. So I'm, you know, I come off the stage and then I like, well, I'm going to go have a, you know, I'm going to have some liquid refreshments. I start that and. The next thing I know, the people who knew me there, some you know, friends, business acquaintance or whatever, I show up to a function I had to go to, like, like it was just a, a party, like an after party kind of thing. They're like, hey, where you been, Max? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, we haven't seen you for two days. Like, what? What do you mean you haven't seen me for two days? I remember coming off the stage and having a couple of whiskeys. You know, that's the kind of thing in my profession. You know, you have... You, you have a, a cocktail hour every day and you're expected to be there and not be sloppy drunk, but, you know, have a cocktail or have a, have a glass of wine, have a soda, a, a glass of water, whatever, but you're, it's a social hour. And I was at that and I, I remember having a couple of whiskeys and no big deal. I have a couple of whiskeys every time I'm at one of these social hours, which, by the way, is not every day. I lost two days. I don't remember it. They don't remember seeing me. I couldn't tell you what happened. I just don't know. So that was a little odd and frustrating. You know, was, this period of time was, you know, again, I'm not a blackout drunk by any sense of the word. I get, just whatever. I still have this cold and this flu, whatever. It's bad. It's, it's look, you know, the medicine doesn't seem to be helping much. Other than once make me go to sleep. And probably the drinking's not helping that situation either. So I go home. Uh, again, several hours on a plane. I get home, I still don't feel well. It's just, ugh, I don't feel good, I don't feel good. What, what, what am I doing here? Um, I guess the, I look at the prescription, it's like, okay, I, can, I have some refills on this. I'm just going to go get the drugs refilled again. I, the doctor said to stay on the medicine until until the cold subsides. I, I go to the pharmacist. Now, I go to a different pharmacist, all right? The first pharmacist that I went to uh, was was right before I had to get on the plane, and it wasn't my local pharmacist. I had to get this prescription filled at a, uh, a pharmacist that was not my normal pharmacist, not my local guy. So I go to my local guy, say, "Hey, you know, I want to get this filled." And I, not that I have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with my local pharmacist, but they know me. I, you know, it's a small town; people know each other. Uh, pharmacist looks at this prescription and says five refills I'm like yeah why it's just you know the doctor set me up he's like he's like five refills it's like do you realize what this is 
I'm like, yeah, not really. I mean, I don't know the the ins and outs of of the Band-Aid for the common cold. I said, but it worked. You know, I was able to get on stage and do my thing. Parmesan's like, this is like some heavy-duty pain medication. It's like really big-time pain medication. You should not have five refills for this thing. What do you mean? Five refills. It seems normal to me. So the pharmacist calls the doctor. And the doctor's like, what are you giving him? There was a wire across somewhere. The original pharmacist that, that filled the script gave me medicine that the doctor did not want me to have. Again, some heavy-duty pain stuff. I'm not well-versed in that world. All I know is I shouldn't have been taking it because it had nothing to do with a common cold. It just knocks you out if you take too much of it. And I'm taking way more of it than I should be. Uh, following the directions that, that the doctor gave me. But it's the wrong script. Okay. So my pharmacist said, um, you know, so you followed the directions that are on this label? I'm like, yeah. He said, this should have knocked you out. I mean, you should not have been able to move after one dose of this stuff. He says, way, way too high a uh, uh, prescription. Not prescription, but it's a very large dose amount. All right, I guess so. Maybe it didn't knock me out because, you know, I drank. You know, maybe my system's immune to those types of things because I'm a, I'm a, I drank. Now, I, don't, I have several drinks a week, you know, and like I said, these cocktail parties. Well, now the pharmacist, my hometown pharmacist, he's starting to go off me. He's like, what were you doing? I said, well, you know, I, I would take these things and I went to cocktail hours. I had three or four whiskeys, whatever. He's like, what did you do? He says, you can't be drinking on this stuff. And he's, I mean, he is going off on me. I was like, I'm following directions from the doctor and the prior pharmacist that filled the, the prescription. It didn't say anything about not drinking. There was no warning labels not to drink. And, you know, I'm taking a dosage, I guess, is way out of line from what a human being is supposed to be taking. He, he's like, you know, how did you function? He says, you know, this should have put you out for like a really long time. And then all of a sudden... A light bulb came on. Well, there's how I lost the two days. I'm taking these prescription drugs that are not prescribed for me properly. Uh, these drugs I should not be taking, right? And I'm drinking. I shouldn't be drinking with them. Hence, I lost two days. Oh, well, at least I was there and I performed properly in the public's eye. Uh, I was not under the influence of prescription drugs or alcohol or anything else at the time that I was uh, there. I was a functioning adult doing what I was supposed to be doing. Prescription medication, alcohol, don't mix. Especially if you're doing both in large quantities. That's kind of the moral to that story. But, you know, I was a younger man and, and not nearly as wise as I am now. Uh, I have quit drinking. I don't drink now. This my current lifestyle. I, I haven't had alcohol in, let's see, uh, four years now. I don't count days. I Like I said, I'm not, I don't view myself as an alcoholic. I never have. I uh, just decided I didn't want to drink anymore. So I stopped. Uh, part of it had to do with, uh, you know, as you, if you've listened to these podcasts, um, I hurt my back many, many years ago when I was a young man, and I have recently been on some pain medication for it. Um, you know, and as I have just proved, 
you know, pain medication and booze doesn't work. You shouldn't be doing it. Um, so I still have to take this pain medication. I, I don't function very well. I can't tie my shoes. Uh, you know, my back is bad today. In today's world, current, this is current day. The prior episode was early on in my, my speaking career. I just don't drink. I, I, I don't miss it. You know, it's okay. So I, but I'm still publicly speaking. I still have to do this stuff, and I still you know, I will not get on stage in front of people um, under medication, under booze, you know, under you know anything. I just don't do it. It's not it's not the way I operate. I will be 100% sober, especially when I'm representing my company, myself. Yeah, you know, the public but does not need to see uh, someone who's loaded. Just the public doesn't need to see that. I don't I don't want to see it. Why would anybody else want to see it? So anyways, I'm at this speaking engagement here recently, and I'm driving to and from it. It's a several hour drive, you know, maybe four hours, something like that. Um, And so I'm coming home, I'm driving home. It was a successful, like a two day thing. And when I sat in the car a long time, I, I really, my back flares up. And no, the medication, I'm allowed to drive when I'm on my pain medication, okay? I don't take it every day. I only take it when I need to. Like like right now, I'm driving for several hours in a car. I have to do this in order to get home. And that's fine. I'm, I'm going along. And, you know, my, my phone uh, gets a text. And it's from Buck. And Buck's like, you know, hey, Dad, you know, we're, we're batching baby basically tonight. Alice isn't around. He says, why don't you pick up some chicken and biscuits? He says, I really like these chicken and biscuits from this place. Like, okay, yeah, I mean, it's... Chicken and biscuits. It's great. You know, I like that. Who doesn't like chicken and biscuits? So I, you know, I know where I want to go. There's this this little, I wouldn't say little, there's a, there's a town, burg, whatever, in front of me. I know there's, because I'm getting close to my, my, uh, my, my home stomping area. I know where things are. So I plug this, the name of this place into my GPS system, because I, I had the GPS system on to get me from the conference back to you know, my, my local territory. I'm not quite there yet. I'm not quite in my circle of, I know where I'm going yet. Um, I plug this chicken and waffle house. Oh, no, it's, not, it's not a waffle house. It's a chicken and waffle establishment into the GPS system. And, you know, what? now I'm a little, I'm a little dopey, you know. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say dopey because of the pain medications. I'm just tired. It's been a long few days and it's a long drive home. It's getting late. Uh, it's just, you know, getting to be dusk out and, the GPS is telling me where to go, and I'm listening, and I'm watching. It says, you know, turn right, turn left. Uh, you are entering the parking lot of, you know, Chicken Place. Okay, cool. So this place is a big parking lot. I mean, it's a big parking lot. Probably park 300 cars in. Well, just let me tell you, I'm an old man. For whatever reason, my bladder has shrunk. I have to go to the bathroom. I mean, I got to go real soon or it's going to look bad for me, all right? So I walk into the fast food, you know, chicken and biscuit store. And I'm like, hey, uh, where's the head? You know, I got to go to the head. I'm like, uh, head's for customers only. You got to buy something. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm, you know, look, I got to go in here right now. You know, it's like, it's pretty pretty important that I hit the head right now. And the, the guy behind the clerk... The clerk behind the counter says, no, man, you got to buy something. I can't let you through. All right. I said, I looked up and these, these options are numbered, you know, one through 25 or whatever. I said, give me number six. All right. 
and I went to the head. All things good now. I can breathe. <sighs> but I'm still not in a real good mood because these, these people wouldn't let me go to the bathroom unless I bought something. At least they didn't make me pay for it before I went into the bathroom. That would have been really tough for me. So I come out and I'm a little cranky. And remember, I've been driving. I had to go to the bathroom really bad. And, you know, the, the, I wouldn't say it was a, you know, an issue that, that or, you know, there was no confrontation between the clerk and myself. But I'm just not in a real good order. I'm just not in a real good mood. So I, I come out and I'm just, yeah, let's get this over with and get out of here. I you know, want to get over and get out of here. So I give them Buck's order. You know, start out with, you know, hey, I want four biscuits. And they're like, we don't have biscuits. This, this same person said I had to buy something before I went to the bathroom. It's like, you're out of biscuits. What do you mean? I start to complain. I wouldn't say I was unruly, but I was letting my presence know. It's like, you, this place is founded on chicken and biscuits, and you are out of biscuits? I said, what kind of establishment is going on here? What's running? What are you running? You're out of chicken and biscuits? No, 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 we don't have biscuits. Like, well, you're out of biscuits? All right, so I, I finally just said, I realized, this is someone who has part-time job, you know, they're, they're working for beer money or whatever. It's not like a big deal to them. They don't really care. Now, I say that tongue-in-cheek, you know, they do care about their job, but it's not their career. I'm thinking to myself, let me just get the manager. Person, can you send the manager out? He says, sure. I'm like, start with the manager. I'm like, look, chicken and biscuits, you're found, this place is founded on chicken and biscuits, and you don't have any, ch- any biscuits. What's going on here? The man- manager explains, well, we never had biscuits. I'm like, what do you mean, you know? You know Chicken and biscuit place has never sold biscuits. How you, how you not sell biscuits out of this location? Is just is it an issue because of where you're located or what? It's like no man, we don't have biscuits. We never have had biscuits. And I'm looking, and I look right above his head. There's the sign of the establishment I'm in. It's not the chicken and biscuit fast food store that I thought I was in. Who would have guessed that? There are two fast food stores side by side, separated by a 300 lot parking lot, right? And who would have guessed somebody who was, you know, under pain medication would pull in there and choose the wrong place. I'm right-handed. I pulled in the parking lot. I went to the right. On the right is where this store was. Well, I just, you know, it was just too late. You know, I just, whatever. I just could not recover from what has happened. I'm like, oh, man. I can't believe I did this. And all of a sudden, the, the managers, I wouldn't say they're mad, but they're definitely wanting me to get, get me out of the store. Like, look, you have to leave, sir. But okay, um, I'll, I'll take off. But I ordered a number six before I went to the bathroom. Do I have to pay for it? They're like, you can leave. And the manager comes out from behind the counter and walks me to the door. Okay, it's not the first time that. I've been walked to a door in an establishment, but asked to leave. Uh, seems to happen with some regularity to me. So I come out, I, was, I step out of the front door. I shouldn't say the front door. I step out of the side door that I had entered in. To, and I was like, I guess I'm just going to have to go to my car and leave. And I look up and there's the chicken and biscuit place for. I never saw it. It's the first time I've laid eyes on it. 
like, oh my God, what's, you know, it's a hallway the other side of the parking lot. Like I said, these two establishments are divided by this parking lot that's, that parks about 300 cars. And there it is, big lights, whatever. And I was like, all right, now it's decision time. What should I do? Buck wants some chicken and biscuits. I'm about half hungry for chicken and biscuits since I've been going through this whole ordeal. Is the manager of the non-chicken and biscuit store going to call the cops? Because if the manager sees me walking over to the other store, I know they're going to go back in there, they're going to have a complaint, they're going to call the cops, and I'm going to be arrested for being in the wrong store trying to buy chicken and biscuits. Uh, yeah, try to explain that one to Alice, you know. I went into place X, it was not the chicken and biscuit store, and the cops came and arrested me in the parking lot between the two places. Oh, geez, that's, I can't even imagine that story. Because it is a story. Um, so, I start to mosey over to, you know, through the parking lot, and I'm going, should I go here, shouldn't I go there? It's like, look, it was an honest mistake. The, the cops won't arrest me for that kind of stuff. So I go into the biscuit, check the biscuit place, and um, I start out with the order, right? I want four biscuits, da 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 And I get done with the order, and the counter person says, well, well, I'll tell you what, why don't we make you some fresh biscuits? You're going to have to wait a little bit. Okay, now, are the stars aligning for me to be confronted by the local police officers because of the last incident that happened in the other store? I have to now wait in this store for the biscuits to be made. I know it wasn't very long. Seemed like it was three days because I'm standing there looking out this big glass window looking to see if the cops are showing up in this parking lot. I'm looking, I'm watching, and waiting for the biscuits. I'm, you know, I'm... I'm a little antsy. Remember, I'm not feeling the greatest. I have, you know, a few prescription drugs in my system that maybe have fogged some of my thinking capacity. And I'm looking, I'm watching. I, you know, finally, you know, order XYZ, X, you know, order 2394 ready, you know, to be picked up. So I walk up there, I get the order, and now I'm doing all these, you know, I'm at the front door. Looking right, looking left. Is there anybody in the parking lot? It's like I'm going to be mugged or something if I walk outside this <laughs> this chicken and biscuit store. Um, and I, I just, you know, decide. I start walking through the parking lot. And I'm thinking to myself, all of this happened because of some stupid GPS system that brought me into a parking lot that divided these two fast food stores. How, how does that happen to people? Okay, how do I not see... There are two separate stores, one on the right and one on the left. I guess the good thing is the cops never came. I got the chicken and biscuits. I went home and Buck and I had a pretty nice meal. Chicken and biscuits. That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my...